Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. Letter to the seven churches. Now, the letter we are looking at today is the letter to the dead church. The letter to the dead church. The letter to the dead church. Can you imagine that a church that is dead? A church that is dead. I read from verse 1. And to the angel of the church in Sardis, these things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. Underline it. I know your works. That you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Wow. Let's see. The church. They had a reputation that they were alive, but before God, they were dead. Ah, are you here with me? He said, I know your works. In other words, I know what you are doing. Before the world, everybody thinks that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. Now, pay attention to the wording. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief and you will not know what are I will come upon you you have a few names even in Sardis who have not defiled their garments and they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments and I will not blot out his name from the book of life hey but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches so it is possible that someone's name can be blotted out now the church in Sardis was a church and has the characteristics of a church which pretended that they were alive but clearly you could see that when you look at the verse 3 it is a church that did not make use of the word of God that they heard they never repented from what they heard he said remember what you heard and hold on to what you have received if you don't repent then I'll come like a thief and I'll take you out because your works are not perfect you know in the church today many people come to church or they go to church because oh today is sunday let me also go to church 
I mean, people go to church just for the sake of it. And not for any specific purpose of transformation. They just show up. Oh, my God, sorry, I've gone to church, attended church. Oh, I've given what belongs to Caesar to Caesar, and on Sunday, let me go and give what belongs to God to God. And they have this attitude in that they only seem to be very holy and righteous when they come into church. And when they leave church, the life they live is telling of someone who has not fully heard and repented by what they heard. And Jesus is warning a church with such characteristics. He says, I know your works. You have the reputation that you are alive, but you are dead. So the church that is dead is that church in which the members, they just show up, but nothing more happens. They are not transformed by the word. They are not repenting by the word that they hear. He says, I know your works. What you are doing after the two hours we spend here in church, will tell if you have heard and repented or you just showed up in church and i pray that the word will transform you in jesus name this is the church and god is warning churches around the world today that we should wake up it seems the churches of god are asleep many churches are sleeping they are sleeping they have compromised the word can you imagine churches to find politics going on in the church like never before and then when you say they said ah i mean it's not part of society we are not here to behave like the world we are different from the world and you must understand it many believers are struggling with the faith because they have not renewed their minds sorry they are still stuck with the mentality of the world and when it happens like that, you realize that it doesn't matter how we teach the word. It doesn't matter how we communicate the word. You realize that things are not changing. Because your mind is still there in the world. Your behavior, your attitude, your character, the foundation of how you live your life must be influenced by the word. Your works. Your works. The Bible says your works shall follow you. Your works includes what you do when you are not in church if at the majority of your works includes what you do when you are not in church you know when we are in church oh i mean it's an environment of worship it's an environment of the spirit so sometimes you know we feel all too good now what would tell you if what you heard has changed something in you is how you behave and you live when you are out there because we are the light of the world if the word is full of light and in your walkings out there in the world the light is not being shown then there's a problem you have life in christ therefore you cannot be one who is living as though you are dead say i am not dead if you are not dead you see jesus is warning the church because he doesn't want to come and take your place He's warning the church and warning the world at the same time. Because he said judgment will begin in the church. The judgment of God will not begin out there in the world. He will start the judgment from his church. Because we are those who call upon his name. Why are we living a life 
That doesn't bring God glory. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 14, it says, let not what you see as good be spoken of as evil. Your works must bring glory to the name of the Lord. Your works must bring glory to the name of the Lord. Your works must not turn away people from God. Your works must let people know this is how beautiful God is. The way you live your life out there in the world. The way you conduct yourself. It's very important. And he went on to say, there are some people who have not soiled themselves. These are the people who have not compromised their faith. They have not compromised what they believe. They still believe in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they are living the life of righteousness. They are living the spirit life. And they are always on the side of God. May you continue to live for God in the name of Jesus. I say, may you always live for God in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, he that overcomes. Challenges are going to come. But the way you conduct and you live your life. Is what going to tell you if you are living for God or you are living for yourself? Amen. A dead church. May this church never become a dead church in Jesus' name. I say, let this church never become a dead church in Jesus' name. And we pray that let the members of this church rise up in the word and faith and holiness and stand up for the things of God and be transformed by the word of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. May your works be seen as alive and not dead in Jesus' name. Let your works be seen as alive and not dead in the mighty name of Jesus. What are you doing for God? What are you doing for God? Amen. Hold on to the word. This is a serious thing. So, you know, churches are gathering. The fact that we gather in the name of the Lord does not mean God is happy with what we are doing. That is why I always tell you. I mean, I don't have a, a way I do church. Like, I wake up and I, we do it this way, we do it this way, we do it that way. No, 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 no. You know, Paul spoke about order of service because the church of Corinth, at Corinth, they were misbehaving all the time. When they gathered to fellowship, this one said, I will lead today. This one says, I will lead today. Yes, we have some form of orderliness. But the way we conduct our activities must come from God. I told you the last week, listen, whatever we do must please God. That is the ultimate reason we are in this world. Jesus, when he was teaching the Lord's prayer, he said, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is not let your will be done just for my good. I get what I'm teaching. Everything you do in this world must end up to please God. Look at what Jesus said. He said, your works have not been found perfect. The Bible said, be perfect for your father is perfect. In other words, the way you conduct yourself, the works you do, what you say, what you think, the things you do, it must be perfect. You just can't do anything. People say in this world, ah, nobody is perfect. Uh uh-uh. uh. That statement is not true for everybody. I say that statement is not true for everybody. If you are born again, you are carrying the life of a perfect father. If your father is perfect, you too you can be perfect. There is no imperfection in Christ. He, the Bible says that he beautifully and wonderfully made you. So what is the imperfection about your life? Even with the natural side of things that God created. 
God is so imperfect about the natural things God created. Now someone looks at this or a face and says, I don't like how my nose is looking. I don't like how my ears is looking. I don't like how my face is looking. So let me do something about it. Then you are trying to say that God didn't create you perfectly. No way. God, the Bible says everything that God did was good. Perfect. Wonderful. Nice. God gave you a perfect life in Christ. And there's nothing imperfect about you. So when you are conducting yourself, the way you talk, what you think, the way, what you believe, how you carry yourself about, it must be perfect. What does perfection mean? Perfection means that what you are doing, your works must align to the will of God, number one. And what is perfect must glorify God. Jesus died on the cross. That was a perfect death. He was killed on the cross. That was a perfect death. He arose on the third day. Perfect resurrection. Everything he did was perfect. There are people who, who cannot do and conduct themselves the way God wants them to conduct themselves because they think, I cannot do it. You are carrying a life. A life of God. And you can do everything that God is expecting of you. And I pray that you will live a life that is not dead. You will live a life that is full of his life. You will live a life that is not dead. You will live a life that is full of his life. May you from today walk on the path of the will of God. May you do the things that please God. May your works be found perfect before God. I say may your works be found perfect before God. May every imperfection be taken out of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be no imperfection in your life anymore. From today may you walk in perfection. 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 Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Perfection. Let's go to verse number 7. The next letter to the next church. The faithful church. This shall be our story in Jesus name. That we shall be a faithful church. Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It is required of a steward to be found faithful. We shall be faithful. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. Right. This thing says he was holy. He who is true. He who has the key of David. He who opens and no one shuts. And shuts and no one opens. I know your works. <laughs> See, I have set you before an open door. And no one can shut. Say amen. For you have a little strength. Have kept my word. And have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you because you have kept my com command to persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth 
Behold, I am coming quickly. I hold fast what you have. Hold fast, sorry, what you have. That no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. The new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I write on him my new name. He who has an ear, hey, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Father, have mercy upon us. Father, have mercy upon us. And may we be awakened from our slumber. The faithful church are those who hold on to the word. Jesus said, many are called, few are chosen. The chosen generation are those who hold on to the word. The faithful church are those, when they hear the word, they hold on to it. And they use it to live their lives in the world. Jesus is coming for a church who live their lives with the word. Not based on what they see. Not based on what they have and they don't have. But on the word. This is the difference between a true child of God and a worldly person he said some people they gather in the synagogue but they are full of lies people gather in church and they don't believe the word the man of god will stand and teach teach they live and they live their lives anyhow nothing changes about them and god is coming for a people ephesians i read from um, chapter number five Ephesians chapter number 5. I read from verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Verse 27. Can we all read it together? One to go. That he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish this is the church jesus is coming for yesterday the holy spirit was telling me something he said it is not how many people you gather look at what he said but it is how many people you transform by my word I said, Lord, have mercy. You know, there are a lot of pastors who are very conscious about how many people they stand before to preach or to teach. Yes, it's beautiful when many people come to church. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But as it end there, no. The most important thing, the most important marking scheme before God is how have you been transformed by the word you are hearing? That is the most important thing if you are living a life oh you don't have money you don't have anything and then god gives you his word have patience i have blessed you i have made you prosperous 
you hear this word can this word change the way you are thinking or you are still open to what you think is going on in your life he said he's going to wash us with the water of the word this is a faithful church the church that is faithful is that one when they hear the word from the father sent through his messengers they believe and they allow the word to wash them they allow the word to change that thought in their mind they allow the word to change that lifestyle they allow the word to change that attitude that character that behavior If whatever you are doing in your life is inconsistent with the word of the spirit master you are not faithful it's not see it does not end there to just show up in church then we can all come to church after all, i've come to church if that is the goal then there's no problem you can just show up in church you can just show up in church but the goal is to be transformed by the word it's not because oh i need a job things are hard for me man check paraventure god will turn around my story oh yes god can turn around your story but only through the medium of the word so if you are not ready to hear the word don't expect anything to change in your life if you are not ready to put the word of god into practice and use it for your life don't expect anything new in your life at least try the word romans chapter 12 i read from verse number one i beseech you therefore brethren by the message of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be what transform by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of God now the reason many Christians can't prove the word is because they have not been transformed by the renewing of their mind they go to church nothing has changed about them they live their lives anyhow they, 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 they come to church oh amen praise the Lord and they close church. Nothing has changed. They go back and live like there's no tomorrow. Or this church will not come again. That is more better. We can't live our lives the way we, we please. The faithful church is that church. You're always looking for the word. Because you want to prove the word. It took Abraham 25 years to prove the word. 25 years to prove it. How many people are proving the word? At least say this that as long as God has said this concerning my life, it shall come to pass. And hold on to it. Behave in that direction. Behave in the direction of the word. A lot of people just come to church and they leave and think that, oh, let me just show up. No, 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 no. I am not interested in you just coming to church. Uh uh, no, 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 no. That is why I always tell you. Even if, if this church does not exist, me, I'll still do ministry. Why? Because my way of thinking is different. I want to see you being transformed by the word. You hear the word of God being taught. You must believe and now live in the direction of what you have heard. 
until you hear the word nothing will change until you believe nothing will change and until you act on the word nothing will change until you prove the word of god nothing is going to change in your life but i pray for you may you be part of those who are chosen to prove the word may you be part of those who are chosen to do the word in the mighty name of jesus the only aquantity you need the only direction you need is the word you hear i'm telling you yes if it is coming from the word of god fine but we will not make robots come to church if you are having financial problem come and buy this handkerchief put it in your pocket and sleep in the morning you see dollars in your pocket that is voodoo i'm telling you that is voodoo that is not from god or we will prepare some uh, soap they come and buy it if you need a baby rub it on your stomach in the morning you see your ba- your body protruding there will be a baby inside voodoo what is even now common today some people now say oh, I've, I've gone to Israel and I have river Jordan water and I have uh, the, 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 the sand of the sea of Galilee the latest direction in town so they have poured it in small small bottles hey. you see don't you read your bible John chapter 4, Jesus said, Don't say you go to Jerusalem to even pray. See, me, I've not been to Jerusalem. I really want to go to Israel, which I believe in the coming here, God will go. I'm going there for historical purpose. I want to go and see some of these things that we read about in the Bible. I want to also go and witness it. It ends there. It ends there. If you like, go and carry the whole of Israel to Ghana. It is no more powerful than the word I believe in my heart. Don't get it. I say, it, there is nothing more powerful than the word you believe in your heart. If you can hold on to the word in your heart, there is no power greater than that. It is what you believe that matters. It is not what you are having that matters. Because the word in your heart is the ingredient for transformation. I pray for you that from today you would believe in the word and the word only shall be your standard for living in the mighty name of Jesus that's all that matters James said if you believe the word and you don't do it what are you doing you are deceiving yourself you are deceiving yourself ah can you carry the word me I have always believed me See, when it comes to money, I'm a billionaire. I don't care what you are going through right now. Forget about it. I hold on. See, I have a company registered. I call it Bill Peter Services. The bill in my first name is billionaire. I take actions by what I believe. God told me one morning, he said, you, you are this. And I said, amen. And that was it. If you believe and you don't say it and you don't act upon it you are deceiving your own self you cannot say that i believe that i am rich i believe that i am healthy i believe that i am strong 
I believe I'm the head and not the tail. And when you open your mouth, you are speaking contrary to what you believe. You are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. The faithful church is that church. Hey, whether in fellowship here or in your house at the home, you say what you believe. Forget about what you are seeing. What you see with your eyes is passing away. Forget it. Focus on the word. Focus on the word. Stay on the word. If there's no money in your pocket, you go to 2 Corinthians 8. He said, Lord, you took away my poverty. Poverty simply means lack. The Greek word for poverty, it simply means lack. Empty. So if you are lacking money, Jesus took away your lack and gave you his plenty. Riches means plenty. And you believe in this word, don't just quote it. Believe it. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I believe therefore i speak second corinthians 4 he said as we have believed therefore we speak that is faith real faith is speaking and acting what you believe in your heart romans 10 the heart we believe unto righteousness with the mouth we confess unto salvation this is the faith we teach yeah you know we used, to, we used to teach that faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. Yes. I recently the Lord said, faith is more than that. The totality of faith is what you do with what you believe in. Your Righteousness happens in your heart. What you believe. If you want any salvation, you must speak it. You get what I'm saying? If you want any salvation from your, in your health, in your finances, you must speak what you believe. If you are persuaded enough, an action will carry will come out. The reason you are not saying anything is because you are not persuaded. Ah, you, you think nah, it's not true. Uh, what what the man of God is saying is not true. Apostle, I know him. He he, he talks very nice. He was trying to convince. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. January 1st. We are, today's date is what? 12. Uh, we don't think anything will happen. Hey! And I know. You see, some people want to turn churches into a ritual site. A shrine. When they come, no. Oh, your life has changed. Go. We don't do those things here. It's a process. Ask your neighbor, what do you believe? Then act on what you believe. You just can't leave church and go out there and behave anyhow you want to be. Jesus is coming. And it's coming for those who are holding on to his word. Eh? They hold on to the word in the morning. He said, I shall look up to the hills. Whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You, you are looking up to your uncle who promised you Momo last night. So when you woke up, you are looking at your phone. Uncle, God when it to swatch it now for scan number then you check 
That is what you are doing. We wake up in the morning. I look up to the hills, Father. I look up to your word. I look up to you. I look up to you. He said, give us this day our daily bread. God will give you what to eat today. Uh, <laughs> you are not getting what I said. God will give you what to eat today. You see, you believe too much in your business, in your job, and the word. Uh, some of you, if God tells you to stop your work right now and come and follow him, you will cry. You will say that, ah, this voice is not from God. Ah, nah, 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 nah. Ah, this one is not from God. Peter was working. Jesus said, stop your business. Come and follow me. The Bible said, immediately followed. The two brothers, uh, what's the name? Andrew and who? John. They were working with their father. Family business. Jesus called it. Follow me. The Bible said they left their father immediately. Some of you, about, should I go? Should I not go? You asked permission before. They left. Today, we are reading a book that was written by one of them, John. Today, 2021, we are still calling John. Hey, some of you, your children are even called John. Do you know the number of children who have been named after that John in the world? Millions. I'm called Peter. Named after some Peter in the Bible. I did not even see. <laughs> These people were obedient to the word. And they acted on the word. And God transformed their life. Church, listen. You cannot be seen faithful until you do something with the word. Tell your neighbor, do something with the word. Do something with the word that is the goal of this church i don't want to have one hundred thousand members and then all of them they just come to church and dance and praise the lord and when they leave church they go and live it as they have they want i pray that on the first flight of rapture you'll be there on the first flight of the rapture may you be packed with me you that's my prayer that when I go before the father, I say, Father, you gave me so so and so numbers of souls. All of them are present. Because there were people who believed in your word and acted on your word. It is not enough to believe. Add actions to your word. I say it's not enough to believe. Your faith is complete when you add actions to your word. The centurion man. He said, I am not ready for you to come under my roof. But speak a word. And my, my, it, it, it will be, she will be well. Faith. That is why Jesus said, I have never seen so much great faith. Because the man believed in his heart. And then said it. He said, don't come under my roof. My faith is that you speak the word. And my servant, whatever, it, it will happen. And Jesus said, let it be done according to your faith. And the man said, thank you, sir. And then he sat on his horse, actually rode home, expecting that the servant is healed. And when he got there too, the word was proven that he was healed. Until you act, you cannot prove the word. This is what I want you to take home today. 
don't just be a hearer of the word don't come to church and hear the word and go home and forget the word the bible said you are like who a fool who looks at himself in the mirror and then when he turns away he forgets how he or she is looking the way you look is in the word i said the way you are looking your life is in the word of the spirit the bible says in the book of john chapter 14 jesus said when the holy spirit comes he will lead you into all the truth the truth is the word the truth is the word please church wake up and arise those of you who are sleeping arise from your slumber and use the word as your weapon and your standard to live don't let what this word is telling you and they tell you ah the word is saying this you believe in what the word is saying you are saying what the word is saying you are acting on what the word is saying and you don't believe in what the word is saying i get what i'm saying many people will rather listen to the advices of people who are not in the church than even the the one who is standing before them in the pulpit and then they will go when they have the problem they will bring it to church this is where you are trained church is a place you are trained please stay on the word tell your neighbor stay on the word what see me me i realize that one of the sources of frustration is when you don't know your place in life if you want to be frustrated in life when you decide not to identify and know your place you'll be frustrated anybody who has the word and you walk with the word will never be frustrated do you know why because you are in a in a journey you know what you are believing and you know what you are saying you know what is guiding you to live it is not what is around you Christians don't live by sight, live by faith. If people are going to live by faith, you always come to church. I don't have to call you. Nobody has to call you to come to church. No, no, no. If you are living by faith, we don't have to put a whip on your back for you to go on evangelism. No, no, no. I don't have to do that. There are some people until you give them a promise of a mega miracle, they will never come to church. They will never pray. Oh, let's pray that people will come to church and souls will be saved they will pray like they are not serious the moment you say let's pray that money will hit your bank account in the next 24 hours they will pray and they will remove their shoes you see what, what you want in life please listen take this from me i asked you this question some time ago and you gave me an answer let me ask you again because i remember those who gave me an answer so i want to see if you answered me correctly i asked you that between the raw material and the finished product which one will you take you remember that question and what was your answer you say raw material some of you are quiet but some of you answered that time and i said why is the raw material important because the finished product you can finish using it i get what i'm saying yeah you can finish using the finished product but when you have a raw material 
even when the product is finished you can still make new ones are you getting what i'm saying now you are chasing material things and you are neglecting the word the raw material that made the heavens and the earth the raw material that made the material world what you can see the raw material that made it possible for people to go and have money that made it possible for you to uh, you have left the raw material and you are chasing the finished product many believers want finished product instead of the word the bible said in the book of hebrews he said for we know by faith that the world was created with materials that are not seen so at the end of the day if i want to create any material thing in this world and i believe that the raw material is important than the finished word then my attitude towards the word must change because i know if i live in the spirit and i'm full of the spirit the holy spirit will give me a word that will transform my material environment until i have that personal fellowship with god the spirit how can i have the word to transform my material environment are you getting what i'm teaching you so at the end of the day don't come to church looking for that next car don't come to church looking for that next job don't come to church even looking for your healing come to church for that word that will bring you your healing come to church for that word that will bring you your next job come to church for that word that will bring you transformation come to church for that word that will bring you longevity of life come to church for that word that will transform you that is the purpose of church we come to church for that word that will bring transformation so if the goal is to come to church and look for marriage it's a wrong forum for that if the goal is to come to church and look for a new business it's a wrong place come to church for the word that is what the church is for I'm telling you the truth today yes I will mean, always tell you the truth and I will not shy away from telling the truth I will never tell anybody again come to church and then uh, um, if you need a job you get a job all those things are sweet nice words but if you pass it through the litmus test that is not an accurate way of preaching the gospel when you have the spirit you have access to the word the bible said when god appeared on the scene he looked around the world the world was dark the material world that he had created before and satan has destroyed it when he was recreating it place of darkness he looked at it water was everywhere he said okay i can fix this he looked at it and said let there be light you see the spirit and the word makes up god when you are born of the spirit of god you must have a natural appetite for the word are you here with me church anybody who does not have a natural inclination to the word there's a question mark amen there's a question mark when we are born of the spirit what happens is that the word is the natural environment we find ourselves that is why you must look for god's word in christ jesus for your life 
He took your sins and gave you life. So I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He took away your poverty. I am rich. Don't leave church and go to your house and ever say, man of God, things are hard. My life, I don't know what to do. Things are hard. No. Stand on the word. Jesus described those who don't live their lives based on the word. Remember when we read Matthew chapter 7? He said the foolish builder when he's building it does not the one who builds on the sand is the one who builds not on the word in that when the persecution temptation and the storms hits the house that building collapses but the one who builds on the rock is the one who builds on the word persecution will come the storms will come problems will come but because you are building on the word and you are living by faith not by sight it doesn't matter what will hit you you will still stand and drive forward i pray and prophesy over your life that from today the word will cause you to move forward in the mighty name of jesus i say the word will cause you to move forward become a part of the faithful church those who hear the word and they believe the word and they act upon the word and they speak the word may you never forget the word anywhere in your life may the word be proven in your life when the word be proven in your life in every area of your life may the word be proven in the mighty name of Jesus the difference between us and those in the world is that we have the word as our foundation widely people cannot believe it's not every church that is a church we have just read it I know your works. Every church that is full of life, the members of that church, they hold on to the word. You know when we're praying, the Holy Spirit took my mind, stand up, we are about to finish. Took my mind somewhere. He said, when Jesus taught the truth in John chapter 6, remember that verse 63 when all of them, they left him. How many people were left? 12, the 12 disciples. But remember, in that chapter 2, how many people gathered to receive the Holy Spirit? 120. Which means that the Holy Spirit just dropped it in my spirit. Which means that when Jesus preached the truth, many left. But before the church even got bigger, he grew the church from 12 to 120. In other words, 100% exponential increase. And then the Holy Spirit hit. These are people, these 12 people, are people who held on to the word and then they let the word have its own course today i declare over your life as you hold on to the word let there be a hundredfold increment in your life in jesus name let there be a hundredfold increment in the mighty name of jesus listen didn't jesus say right in matthew 13 those who believe the word and the word bear fruit in their life how many percentage are going to bear fruit? It's a 30 some, 60 some, and a hundredfold. Therefore, I declare, as you hold on to the word, let there be a hundredfold harvest in your life. Let there be a hundredfold harvest in your finances. Let the word bring you a hundredfold harvest in your finances. 
let the word bring you a harvest for harvest in your health let the word bring you a harvest for harvest in your business let the word bring you a harvest for harvest in your family let the word bring you a harvest for harvest in your education let the word bring you a harvest for harvest in your work with god let the word bring you a transformation that will turn things around and will blow the minds of people shout and thunderous amen say it's all about the word when you are born again and you are full of the spirit and you have the word you are unstoppable I say you are unstoppable no devil can stop you from prospering it doesn't matter the obstacles they bring your way the one who holds on to the way and full of the spirit you march on you march on you march on irrespective of the position irrespective of the obstacles no devil can stop you no devil can shut you down no devil can stop you and i declare by your life by the power of the spirit and the word you are rising up from the trenches you are rising up from the trenches from the valleys have been made high i from the valleys have been made high in the name of jesus you cannot use material things to receive spiritual results i said you cannot use material things to achieve spiritual results the deep collect onto the deep iron sharpness iron it is only spiritual things that brings forth spiritual fruit you cannot live your life anyhow natural carnal person and expect spiritual results no it is high time the spirit life people you begin to live by the word it is high time you begin to live by the word don't come to church chasing the next car don't come to church chasing the next business come to church for the next word 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 that will transform your life for good thank you for being a part of today's message this program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the spirit life people for further information kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.